on quick take uh we have a very interesting um guest so let me just repeat that for people who didn't catch it as i noticed my recording thing wasn't working today on today's quick take uh we have a very interesting guest um uh, we are interviewing uh the interview thing will be a little bit different we're not asking a specific question we're going to just get some answers to some of our questions from uh michael dean of texas he is an independent uh presidential candidate for 2024 uh his movement is referred to as the blue cross movement and he doesn't call it a grassroots movement, but he calls it a grass seed movement. So Mr. Dean, as I mentioned earlier, is uh, born and raised in uh, Texas, uh, runs his own um, construction company uh, and was tremendously motivated to start this movement uh, by the injustices we all witnessed during the uh, George Floyd uh, riots and um, societal upheaval um, that took place. And his uh, movement is centered around uh, what he refers to as positive equality, uh, forgiveness, uh, and justice. So with that, I am going to introduce Mr. Dean, and I will begin uh, with the first question. Mr. Dean, thank you for being our guest and welcome. Uh, thank you very much for having me. I certainly appreciate it. My pleasure, my pleasure. So um, very quickly, um, like a lot of people, we saw this episode with Mr. Floyd and we saw this all unfold. And when you saw this, you obviously, as we've discussed prior to this uh, briefly, were motivated to, unlike a lot of people, um, you know, do something about it. So just briefly, if you could, um, give me an overview of the uh, Blue Cross movement and we'll move on from there. Um, you know, I didn't create the movement to be divisive, but I know that it is a, a divisive uh, topic, but it essentially was centered around uh, that the Blue Cross mentality had become uh, a tribal mentality and has uh you know, put a barrier between the police and the citizen. So okay. in, in an attempt to break that barrier, uh, my proposal was to remove the blue stripe and replace it with a blue plus sign with a yellow equal sign uh, adorned in the center that uh, symbolizes positive equality mm -hmm. and that we would create a blue cross peace officer division uh, across the nation uh, that without weapons that would serve the communities as siblings, uh, carrying with them uh, you know, all information to local food banks, uh, uh, shelters, jobs programs, and the like. Uh, so, to, sorry, go ahead. No, I just wanted to ask. Um, so this is more, this is not um, an anti-police movement. It is what you would say is more of a modernization uh movement uh and updating the the profession uh for the 21st century would that be fair absolutely absolutely because i'm not anti-police in any way i definitely support the police and safe communities and you know and the and the service that they provide uh to keeping communities safe um you know but we know that there's you know uh some some remnants from an, from the past eras that um 
that, that aren't conducive to life today. Right. That's modern day life. So it does need an update. We just need a, uh, you know, 2.0 our system. And one of the things we talked about was um, your belief in um, the uh, pardoning, if you will, just to use that term, not in any specific sure. sense, but the, um, uh, the forgiveness. In, right. And people who are incarcerated who have been found guilty of nonviolent offenses. Could you just give us a little bit of uh, your thinking on that in that regard, which is interesting in and of itself? Yeah, I mean, essentially, uh, you know, most not everyone is going to agree to agree about this, but uh, the majority of people will agree that our laws have been held arbitrarily and that many people uh, have been incarcerated or punished with the system unjustly and just the way that you know, the district attorneys handle the cases these days and that the system has been uh, essentially when we introduced quotas, uh, uh, we we weaponized our justice system against our own citizens because it became about numbers and money and it, it didn't come about serving justice. And essentially what we want to do is, is get get to that, get back to that. But it- it, your your Blue Cross movement is far more um, uh, complex than that. It involves all manner of things: uh, how government yes, is sir. funded, how it's paid for. Give us a brief overview of of what you think the system should look like, as opposed to what it is now. Uh, essentially, and I. You know, I know there's a lot of conspiracy theories and things out there, and I don't want to be one of those guys who go down any rabbit holes. And I don't really identify with any of these, uh, you know, with any of these cases or anything. I'm just, I want to see solutions and all the other things uh, don't really matter. They can, you know, leave that for, uh, you know, uh, patio conversation. Anyway, (laughs) um, but essentially... Uh, you know, hemp is a very versatile crop, and it was banned in 1937 because of its relation to marijuana, or at least mm-hmm. that's the narrative that uh, that we see. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, it turns out the hemp, industrial hemp is extremely abundant and versatile. It doesn't take a lot of water or pesticides to grow. It produces about 10,000 pounds of uh, uh, raw material per acre uh, annually. And it also does a lot of great things, like it remediates the soil, uh, it filters the water, it filters the air, and mm-hmm. it takes 1.63 tons of carbon out of the air for every ton that we grow. Hmm. And just to you know, put the jump on uh, the hemp, and, and you see it getting more popular around the world, and, and it was demonized here, and a lot of people, the majority of conversations I say, people, people will say that I just want to get high. Uh, but, you know, industrial hemp doesn't have anything to do with, uh, with marijuana. Um, but the more the people that get educated about it, the more they see, uh, you know, the utility of the crop and what it can do for us, especially right now with our dire need. We're talking about uh, food and uh, supply shortages. Right. In four months from now, we could create, you know, an economic and raw material boom just right. by planting the crop right now. And we most right. certainly have the seeds to do it. Right. Um, so if we're really going to have trouble right now, uh, there's nothing. I mean, we we can do something about it. Right. 
we, we don't have to stand here and, and on the tracks and say, hey, there's a train coming. Uh, right. we, can act, we can absolutely step off and fix it. Um, let me ask you this, because uh, in our discussions and in the literature that I've read that you sent me, um, you also mentioned the reorientation of how, let's say, royalties uh, from the resources that exist onshore and offshore are uh, what they're used for and what they would sort of replace in terms of um, funding our society. Could you just briefly talk about that? Sure. Um, we're talking about transitioning uh, from our tax-based economy to a resource-based economy. Mm -hmm. um, so essentially what happens right now is that, um, you know, uh, big oil will get subsidies to fund their operations. And in these leases that they take, there's no um, there's no limit or metering to the amount of you know oil or resources right. that they take from uh, the United States territory. Right. So essentially, they have a, a bottomless well of of wealth, and a nation's wealth is in its resources. Nobody right. ever went to a deserted island and was like, "Oh, this deserted island has nothing on it. We're going to be rich." No, they'll be like, "There's diamonds. There's gold here. This is great. This is this right. is a great island to, to right. occupy." Hey, so the 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 land's uh, wealth is in its resources, right. and we the the, the people are supposed to be the collective owners of the land. Right. So we should have the rights to that wealth, uh, you know, inherently. Yes. So that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to plug that in uh, to society to where the citizens are collecting and not what I call not a UBI. Right. UBI, the, the very, uh, the very term su suggests that you're a subject of the state and that you require their assistance universal basic income. Um, but by putting a, a metering system on our natural resources and paying the citizens royalties off of that, it would become a national inheritance compensation to um, an NIC, not a UBI. So right. we want to we want to uh, uh, put in place uh, the NIC, the national inheritance compensation, where every citizen receives a check based off of the depletion of our natural resources. And that that income would be of an abundance that we could eliminate all income taxes and uh, easily afford uh, uh, medical care for all. Now, would it be fair to say, uh, because based on our, again, the literature you've sent me and our previous conversation or conversations, would it be fair to say that this type of system would make people more mindful of the environment than the current system? I mean, I'm sure they would, but if we do the full hemp revolution and we uh, eliminate all plastics and mm -hmm. all our plastics become hemp-based and all these papers are, and everything, um, essentially all our disposables will become uh, biodegradable. Right. Um, so at that rate, you know, I hope people would be more mindful of the environment. Um, but at that rate, if a plastic bottle did go out of the window, it's going to break down. And about, uh, I think in about a month or two, it's going to mm -hmm. completely break down back into fibers and go back into the soil. So, uh, I, I it wouldn't be a horrible thing at that point, but I do, right. I do think that, um, you know, I don't know. I talk to a lot of people, and like I said, I, I try not to be divisive. I'm in Texas. The majority right. of the people I know are Republicans. Um, I'm a I'm 
kind of a, I don't want to call myself a blue dot. I'm kind of a clear dot down here. Um, uh, but, you know, I'm not trying to be divisive. And I absolutely want people from both sides of the aisle to get on board with this. This is for everybody. And it's absolutely yeah. just. It has nothing to do with any, you know, scandalous, uh, you know, things or conspiracies. It's just what should be. You know, I just took a look at it and stripped away all the nonsense. It's like, what, what should this really look like? Right. And that's right. what it should look like. If we're the right. true owners of this country, then we should be the inheritance. Uh, you know, the inheritors of its of its wealth, and that is the mechanism that would make that happen. I only meant it in the sense that my question was only meant in the sense that instead of a corporation overseeing mineral extraction, it would be the people themselves overseeing it, and therefore they'd be more mindful of that. That's what I was driving at. So, of the depletion. Well, Absolutely. You, addressed it, you know, so you did address it. Yeah, it was fine. But yes, 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 yes. So let me just ask you this. You and I, we live in the 21st century in the modern world. And yes. obviously the ideas that, you know, you're put you are putting forth and have put forth uh, appeal to a lot of people. The real question is, and as I, I ask this of a lot of people in different industries, um, in your uh uh, heart of hearts, what would you think is a, if people were to adopt this, uh, uh, I should say this uh, philosophy or idea that you're, you're putting forth, what would you think is a reasonable uh, time frame for the uh, successful transition, as you will, from one system to the other, as you say, I should say? Well, there's there's a lot more to it. It's not just all these uh, economical and uh, societal or justice changes that we're talking about. Because also mm -hmm. um, with the raw material and economic boom, I wanted to push our material sciences into a uh, construction revolution also. To where okay. we begin uh, 3D printing uh, mm -hmm. with these fibrous resins created from the hemp material. And since hemp grows so fast and it's so abundant, we will have trillions of pounds of, of this uh, material you know, every year in abundance to everything we already have. And we'll be able to, you know, at a, at a fast rate, we'll be able to begin building, uh, you know, low cost, uh, high efficiency uh, homes and buildings. We'll be able to print uh, bridge structures and things like that really cheap and easy and, uh, you know, begin to really repair our infrastructure at a, at a, at an, a, a sustainable rate right. rather than, um, you know, and, and everything we do right now, I call it it's like infrastructure plan. I don't mean to put anything down, but it's all no, diesel no, no, fuel. No, no. You know, right. Uh, right, right. The, all the concrete, concrete is 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 pretty horrible for the environment, the production right. of it, and uh, you know, and then the use of it. And then it breaks down. Also, uh, we could be using these uh, 3D printable structures uh, that will be ten times stronger than steel, mm -hmm. and um, that would free us up uh, to make. You know, of the the housing crisis of, uh, right. you know, uh, hunger and uh, poverty, we could end all these things, um, and it will enable us to build lightweight crafts like uh, flying drones or flying passenger drones, and even right. uh, spacecraft, right. and even off uh, planet establishment. So we're so, talking about fast forwarding to a true space age, and and accomplishing all of that. Uh, estimate to get it done in 10 to 15 years so the whole plan is fast forwarding 100 years in 10 to 15 years time right 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 
And let me ask you this. Um, in your discussions with uh, people, because I'm not the only person you talk to, uh, sure. that would be unfortunate for you. <laughs> for both of us. Absolutely. Both of us. In, in, your, um, in your discussions with people, because clearly you've discussed this matter with other people, what is the general uh, reaction or what do they think about uh, these uh, this idea, these uh, these plans, this uh, transition, so to speak. I'll tell you what, if um, even the, if if it's somebody that's not receptive um, on the Republican side, they usually think that it's some type of socialism and tell me that I'll face the wall with the rest of them. Um, but if they're a little more receptive, like I have a lot of Republican friends and things over here, and they're kind of exhausted with all the, uh, the soap opera that was uh, the former guy. And they're just like, hey, I just want to know what kind of life my kids are going to have, you know, when right, I'm gone. Right, I'm like, that's right. a good I was like, that's a good realistic approach because that's where we should all be coming from. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, right. You know, when I was growing up as a kid, they said in 2020. You know, we're supposed to be in flying cars and things right now. And what are we doing? We're not even talking about getting off the ground. I'm like, we're supposed to be in a space stage. We should be looking at some space, uh, some Star Trek type, you know, uh, existence right now. And we're nowhere near that. We're still talking about voting rights and things that are 200 years old. Why are we fighting 200 year old battles when we're supposed to be, you know, at the peak, you know, the pinnacle of technology and and everything else right now? We can absolutely do more and we should. Uh, I would like to say that um, uh, it's it's. So I did get a little. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Continue, continue. I was saying I did get a little off base there, but um, no, otherwise, the majority of people are receptive to it. Um, uh, nobody really argues with it or the basis of the things, and that's kind of how I designed it as self-evident truths. Because I didn't really uh, want to argue about anything. I was just like, look, these things are self-evident. We don't have to debate about it. We don't have to look in any history books or anything else. You just see it. You know it. That's it. Um, so I don't really get a lot of argument about it. The majority of the argument, people just say, that's great, but they'll never let us do it. Right. So right. the majority, and that's, that might be half of the people that I talk to. So if I mm-hmm. get, you know, another, you know, whatever percentage on board, um, I, I, I fully expect the majority of those people to get on board also. Be like, right. Well, look, if we're doing it. Right. Right. So I think that's actually um, a pretty good uh, place to uh, wrap it up. In closing, I would just like to give you the opportunity to um, distill everything we talked about down into a a brief uh, minute or two pitch um, so that people uh, listening can say to themselves, hey, I just heard a lot. And so that for when they talk to people, they can say, hey, this is ultimately uh, what it's about. What? How would you distill down uh, the Blue Cross movement uh, into uh, something that is readily um, graspable uh, for people just getting into it, so to speak? Yeah, there's two ways to say it, I guess. And, and the easiest way is, is to say that we're going to seamlessly transition from where we are right now to a Star Trek-like existence. And we're going to fast forward and do that, you know, in 10 to 15 years, we're going to be 100 years down the road. Otherwise, you know, if somebody wanted to say a little more. 
I don't know, descriptively, they could say that we will seamlessly transition from a tax-based economy to our resource to a resource-based economy, and fast forward to a true utopian space age uh, in ten to fifteen years. Well, on that note, we will close, and I will say once again, this has been a quick take with independent presidential candidate. Uh, Michael Dean for 2024, and he's been kind enough uh, to answer some of our questions. And Mr. Dean, I want to thank you very much, and I hope uh, we hear more of you in the future. Absolutely, sir. Thank you very much. I certainly appreciate it.